Hello everyone and welcome to the third episode of Weepcast with Asa, a podcast where I talk about the latest happenings in and around the anime world. And for the third episode of my podcast, I have chosen the GOAT One Piece. And I know this is a very controversial statement because uh, the greatest of all time is obviously a matter of perspective and it differs for every people but for me one piece is the goat i i think i started reading one one piece in 2018 and of course like i had heard that uh, it's a good show it has a good plot and all that but till i was completely immersed in it i had no idea about what i have what i was about to explore the world that i was about to enter in and it totally blew my mind and since then i have been totally hooked to it anyways let's let's start with today's episodes and just to remind you guys this will not be spoiler free since i'll be discussing the latest chapter of the one piece manga now the as we know the one arc has been going on for a long long time and uh, we are we are slowly yes, slowly bit by bit <laughs> we are not there yet but yeah we will be we will be uh, reaching its conclusion and uh, you know there is a before discussing the chapter like let's talk on this there is a theory that's been going on all about that not a theory but like in the end of last chapter, what did we see? We saw that Luffy was falling from the top of Onigashima. He looked completely better. He looked devastated. He had bruises all over his body. And many people are saying that Luffy has died. I saw a wild theory going on that Law will sacrifice himself to save Luffy. I, I think it's a really far-stretched prediction. It's a far-stretched theory, in my opinion. And, you know, like, uh, Law is one of my favorite characters, and I'm not saying it will happen, but if Law dies in the future, oh my god, I'll be devastated. <laughs> Anyways, I don't think Luffy has died, he's just, you know, he's just beaten up. That's what happened in most of the arcs, whenever Luffy faced strong villains. He used to get beat up, and then he used to rise suddenly somehow with a surge of power. <laughs> It's actually like Luffy is a scion, but they get beta when they have their powers increased. <laughs> of course, the um, logic is not like that. Luffy trains himself hard, and I think a similar thing will happen. Uh, anyways, Luffy Luffy fell from the top of Onigashima, and of course, it is a floating castle, and there is ocean all around below it, and Luffy fell into the ocean. Now, as we know, Luffy can't swim. He is a devil fruit user. He can't swim. So it will be interesting to see who comes to the rescue of Luffy because someone has to be there and all his allies are busy in fighting someone else or the other. So this will be, this will be pretty interesting. And the reason of Luffy has differed as stated by Kaido was that he let his power get to his head. The power that he was able to infuse his conqueror Haki into the objects. He let it get to his head and this affected him. He wasn't able to counter Kaido quickly and Kaido had an opening and he used that. 
and Kaido threw a challenge directly to him. He said to Luffy directly that he couldn't be Joy Boy. He couldn't reach Raftel. That was a sting in the heart. If Luffy had been conscious to hear it, it would definitely have enraged him. Anyways, Boa Huang arrived at that moment and said that they have located Momonosuke. Now, we know the Beast Pirates, their main target was to find Momonosuke. And I think Momonosuke is going to have his big moment soon. Yeah, uh, like Momonosuke was able to hear Luffy's voice last time. And uh, I think he still knows he hasn't given up the hope that Luffy has died. So Kaido tells Boa Huang to tell everyone else to relay the message that uh, Luffy has died, Luffy has fallen and no challengers are left. So now we also see another interesting thing that is kind of paving the way in the next chapter for a very exciting battle to happen that is between Yamato and Kaido, father and daughter. We know how Yamato has despised Kaido for what he did with Odin. So now Yamato is just running, running straight to the top of Onigashima in search of Kaido. So this will be really interesting to read about in the next chapter because I think Yamato will be the one to defeat Kaido. I still think Luffy is going to defeat Kaido, but uh, we have to see Yamato surge in power. Like he will try to get her revenge for, uh, for the fact that his father killed the man he adored so much. And anyway, the scene changes to Chopper, whom we last left with Queen. We know how Chopper fought. Chopper, Chopper was fighting Queen and uh, he had healed all the gifters from Queen's poison. And now the gifters were on his side and they were egging him on. They were, mm, they were supporting him to go and defeat the Queen. But to be honest, Chopper was at its limit. Like Rumble Ball has a time limit. And this is when we get a flashback and we see that Chopper actually got a technique for him to extend the time limit of his Rumble Ball. It was from Caesar. Now we remember Caesar from Punk Hazard. So, so this is another wall that Chopper breaks and he can, if he can maintain that his form, his beast form with the help of Rumble Ball for a duration longer than what he used to maintain, it will be a huge leap in his character development. Anyways, uh, the fight was going on. Queen shoot a bolt in him and uh, Persepedos was at the moment of shooting three arrows when the announcement came all throughout Onigashima. Now this is when we saw each of Luffy's subordinates once again. Like the Wano arc was kind of haphazard, not haphazard, but like it was pretty spread out in a way that like in one chapter we used to see one of Luffy's crewmates like uh, Robin was there fighting with Black Maria. Sanji was out here rescuing Zoro. Marco was busy 
Frankie was busy. Everyone was busy in their own thing. Jinbei was also there fighting someone. And we all saw them listening to that announcement and naturally getting surprised that how can this happen? Anyways, um, the scene shifted again from this and we saw Odin. And of course, it's not Odin, it is Kanjuro in the appearance of Odin. As usual, Kanjo is again plotting something and he just comes in front of Momonosuke. And since Momonosuke doesn't know that he is in the actual Odin, he is happy to see him, he is surprised. And the thing is, Kiku goes to kill him. He is totally enraged that someone can use Odin's image to manipulate people like that. She rushes straight to him and is about to strike him but she couldn't do it. Why? Because although it was Kanjuro, the outer appearance of was of Odin and she just did not have the heart to kill Odin after an appearance of Odin after everything that he did for her. And it was quite natural but, but this gave an opening for Kanjuro and he just struck his sword right through her. This in turn like left Kinemon raging. He just... This was this was also... This also marked the end of Kanjuro. He just slashed him in one strike and uh, he died. And we also got to see, you know, a sweet little flashback where they showed us the past days of Kanjuro and Kinemon that they had spent. And since Kanjuro was really dramatic, he thought that Kinemon should be the one to have killed him. And uh, he was kind of satisfied with that, that his life was ultimately ended by Kinemon. This was when, when we were finally happy that our enemy has died. Suddenly Kaido makes its appearance in front of Momonosuke. And Kinemon just goes straight at him and takes the sword and he tries, he's trying to hold him back as he instructs uh, Momonosuke to flee. He instructs Momonosuke and Shinobu to flee from there. Now, that's when the chapter has ended and uh, we, have, we also saw that Onigashima is uh, floating in the sky and reaching towards the Wano mainland. Now, regarding the, regarding the next pieces that uh, may happen in the next chapter. I think it is very likely that it is, as I said in the beginning of this episode, that this will be Momonosuke's turn to shine. It is going to be. Like, we are going to see, you know, like, we have heard that up to this point that Momonosuke is their savior. And we haven't seen that much hint to place our trust on him. But I think this is what we will see in the next chapter. Some insane transformation in Momonosuke, some insane power hidden in him that we hadn't known until now. Kanjuro can only hold Kaido for some moment. He will fall. He is alone. He will fall. We just have to see if he can uh, buy the time needed for them to flee. And of course, we know that Luffy will be saved. Luffy will be saved, but uh, by whom? That is the question. By whom? This... Uh, I am really looking forward to see because all the 
all the main characters that I can think of are currently present in the Onigashima. No one can go in that quick time without ignoring what is in front of them and just save Luffy. They won't get that opening. So who is this mysterious person that can uh, save Luffy? So that is a really big thing to see. And uh, another great thing that I am looking forward to is of course Yamato versus Kaido as I said. Uh, so yeah, that's it for this episode and I will see you guys on the next. And hey, if you like my episodes, please consider giving it this podcast a subscribe and please rate it on the platform that you are listening to. It really helps out a lot. Peace.